Hello and welcome to the BeerCast. How are you doing? My name is Richard. Uh, this is our 54th BeerCast podcast. Uh, we're here in Edinburgh drinking some beers. With me is uh, Shovels. Hello. With me also is uh, Gruden. Yes, hello. And a special welcome back to Stuart. I'll do. Or Stu. Stu, Stuart. Big Stu. Big Stu. Big Stu is on. Big Stu. Stuart's been on two BeerCasts, so this is your third appearance. Yeah. Uh, the first one. You were last. You were last here. <laughs> last seen. <laughs> <laughs> you were last seen on the 29th of May, 2009. Really? Wow. Yeah. Was Eighteen months ago. And then before that, February 2008. So this is your annual beercast appearance. <laughs> wow. And I haven't aged a bit. Roughly every twenty. Roughly every twenty podcasts, the uh, we wheel him out. The effect of Stuart <laughs> diminishes, and we we get him back on. And <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to have you here. Thank uh, you very much. Shovels procured the beers for this this episode. Yeah, it makes it a nice change. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been busy brewing. <laughs> That's true. He's he's moved into the home brewing field. But the, what's the theme for today's podcast? The theme at your at your instruction, uh, uh, Captain, <laughs> um, is keep a tight leash. Uh, beers with silly names or strange names or names that are unusual. Yeah, I'd go with unusual names. All right, just so we don't offend people. Yeah. Okay. Although so, we're, we're quite willing to offend them if the beer's bad, but in, in terms of names, some of them are unusual. So hand-brewed beers, hand-brewed beers, old slap and tickle. I don't think they'd be bothered if we say that's that's a bit silly. No. So. So this is our first beer from. It's brewed by Integrated Bottling Solutions. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> that's a that's an old oh, style name. In uh, Gloucestershire, also known as Wessex Craft Brewery Cup, and this is Old Slap and Tickle. And Shawls is looking very consistent. I'm just, I just can't remember which one's bottle conditioned and which one's not. This one's not. Good, because it's been on its side in the fridge. Hey, <laughs> it's uh, So they're, they're based in Gloucestershire, and they're, they're contract brewers, so they brew for other people too. Uh, other breweries like Free Miner, who are based down in the southwest, use IBS's equipment. It's an unfortunate acronym for a brewer, IBS. But, um, they're owned by Branded Drinks, uh, most of their beers have unusual names. Uh, Jockstrap, Old G-Spot, Old Shag, etc. Thank you. Nice. Rumpy Pumpy, I believe, was one you found. And I picked up Rumpy Pumpy as well. But this no Rumpy Pumpy this evening, just a bit of slap and tickle. Just a bit of slap and tickle. That should be, that should be our... There you go. Okay, that's, that's the name of our podcast. <laughs> Sorry, um, my measurements are out, so the Gruden's got a healthy portion. Hey! Happy days. I, uh, actually, I might I'll wait to see until I've actually tasted it. Smells... It smells... Slightly... Smoky. It's just slightly hazy, but it's like kind burnt. of burnt. Dare I use the C word? Well, burnt like caramel. Mm. The other I think secret. so. Mm. Yeah, you'll find our pulse hasn't quite improved. Sweet. Sorry. Uh, our chat hasn't improved over oh, the okay. years. No, if anything, it's worse. I've been out drinking with you plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> I know what they're doing. Trouble is now we're actually trying. It's still bad. Uh, everybody know what slap and tickle means? It means time for your medicine, big boy. <laughs> Calling the label. Maybe later. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, it's a British euphemism for sexual activity. Well, I knew that. <laughs> I thought you were going to give us more insight. Than that. I thought there was something more to it than that. It's also the name of the funky style of bass guitar. Give it a bit of slap and tickle. Oh, a bit of slap and tickle. Yeah. As, yeah, as popularised by Squeeze on their second album, Cool for Cats. 
Oh, you have done some research on yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have we have two bassists here, so bassists, bassmen, bassists, bass players, bass players, bass players. Yeah. Have you indulged in a bit of slap and tickle? <laughs> See, this I, I have been known to, they want. to slap the bass every now and again. <laughs> Not so much yeah. the tickling side. Oh, that's horrible. You are not I'm more of a tickler in the bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's that bad. It's very smoky. Yeah. And it tastes mm. very kind of um, medicinal, almost. Mm. I don't know about medicine. It's probably, it's got a similar kind of aftertaste to coffee, which Oof. might be why you don't like it. Well, yeah, it's a bit bitterness. Well, it's very bitter. It's a, packs a, like, it's a big, strong flavour for a 4%, but I don't even beer. I've got to say, I didn't like the first taste. Really didn't like the first taste. Didn't stop drinking oh. a pint in the pub, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, paid for that. I paid for that one. <laughs> yeah, I was true. drinking it. But uh, the second, second and third taste not too bad. So. <clears throat> it tastes very soapy when I've spelt twice and it's. Mm. But it's not very carbonated, the head's kind of gone off mine. It's soapy. I'm sticking by my burnt caramel and coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Burnt mm. coffee, like that. Yeah. What do we think of the label? It's uh, very cheesy. It's very. It's like a, it's a woman with a mask on and a cane, but she looks like she looks she's like, like a, either a superhero or a villain. She looks like a Batman. Yeah, from like, like Catwoman. It is. Potential. It's the Riddler crossed with Catwoman from Batman. The Catwoman. Is. Yeah, she's got a kind of. Um, Would you say that's cop. a cheeky smile? It's, it's so yeah. badly drawn. It's <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> Clearly, uh, tongue in cheek. I feel. Yeah. As is this beer. Not much else to say about old would, slap and tickle. Well, it's brewed at a business centre. Yeah, in Gloucestershire, yeah. So how things are going? Well, cheap as chips. Would it be wrong to say that my brother used to cut my mum and dad slap and tickle? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> wrong on many levels, sure. <laughs> okay. many, many we, can levels. we can always edit this one. I can only imagine <laughs> the even household. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's a good story. Which, which one was slap and which one was tickle? <laughs> well, I'm... Bald, as as you can see, but listeners can't. Um, so I'll put my, a photo up. My, my father is very bald as well, <coughs> so he was known as Slap mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mum used to like to tickle his head for some reason. Oh. So it was a nice, sweet sort of slap and tickle, but it always raised a smile to my face. <laughs> my mum my, my and dad slap and tickle. Oh, nice. it's, a, it's a nice insight into the Kievan upbringing. Indeed. Were they bass players as well? <laughs> no, no bass players. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm really not liking that in any way. It's um, it's very fizzy. It's very soapy. And no, it's, it's not fizzy though. I no, it's in the mouth. It's, there's no carbonation, but it's very. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of tingle there. Yeah. Very tightly packed tingle. It manages to be really sweet and really bitter at the same time, which should be all right. It should mean a balance, but it doesn't. It kind of just is not very nice. You think these beers only get drunk on podcasts like this? Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, would you, I mean, you wouldn't buy it under normal circumstances. No, I, I wouldn't. I had to. I can't remember whether it was dust on this one or the Rumpy Pumpy, but one of them had dust on it. <laughs> they obviously yeah, weren't selling very quickly. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Actually, the, one of them, no, it must be the one, Rumpy Pumpy, um, goes off this month, so that was the one that had the dust on it. It also says it's uh, export strength, which is not 4%. No. Yeah. Yeah, what's the other ale? If that's export strength, the other ale is 2.5. <laughs> right, let's score it. Yep, uh, absolutely. I, I don't I don't fear for the scores for this one very much, but uh, 
Should we start with the man that brung it? <laughs> the man that brung it. Um, I, I've given it a terrible label and a terrible name, as mm-hmm. all of them will be tied. <laughs> Unu- unusual. Um, I probably would have another one of those again, so I'll give it five. Not that bad. Not that great, but not that bad. Uh, Stuart, you've rated eight beers in your beer cast career. <laughs> <laughs> this is your life. <laughs> this is your life, or is it the guy off? the guy off the lottery. He came from a small country in Africa. <laughs> uh, your joint top score is nine for Holt von der Holt and Thwaites Double Century. Oh, yes. Ah, double nice century. Pick. Yeah, nice pick, son. Dare I suggest a 10 for old slaps? <laughs> no, suggest all your life. <laughs> and as much as it reminds me of my. My loving mother and father. <laughs> I'm not. I've got to say, I'm not a big fan. Just wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan. I, was, I wouldn't go for another one of these. I'm not sure where I'm going to finish my little sample here. Um, so yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be a three for me on this one. I've got to say. That is, uh, Mr. G, man. I don't like it. It's not nice. <laughs> Four. <laughs> that is how you sum a beer up. Uh, I, I also don't like it. That's one of the worst beers I've had for a while. I'm going to give that a two. That is unpleasant. Harsh. Are your taste buds often think because that beer in the pub wasn't that bad either? Maybe they are. No, I, I don't, don't know. know. I didn't like that beer in the pub at all. Yeah. I still yeah. finished it, mate. Yeah, but... I finished it as well. Anyway, that was IBS Old Slap and Tickle. Rush out and buy some because it's really good. And <laughs> when you come <laughs> back. left on the shelves. You won't be in trouble. When you come back, we'll have our second unusually named beer, which I believe is a strong IPA. Are we having that one? Yep. Right on. Things are looking up, so we'll see you in a moment. Do you think anybody listens to this? Uh, hello and welcome back to our uh, Shovels and Suppresses a Burp Fair. <laughs> this is our second bit. I, did, I didn't have to tell people that. You didn't, didn't, no. You've done that now. Uh, this is our second bit and our unusually named beer podcast theme, and it is... It's uh, Manchester Marble Brewery Dobber. Marble Dobber. What's it then? Are you gonna, do you have a bit on the origin of Dobber? I do. I have, there are lots of uh, explanations for the word Dobber. Anybody know what Dobber could be? When I were a lad, going through it. Isn't it an Australian thing? That's Is one of the reasons, yes. Australian sort of telling tales on somebody. That's correct, that's one. Clyping, yeah, the old Scottish word. Now, Dobber is someone who informs on other people. Yeah. Dob them in. Anybody else? I used to work with somebody who used to call you a dobber if you'd done something daft. Nice. But uh, he might have just made that up, I don't know. A dobber is also a member of the working class in Scotland with a poor taste in clothes and no social skills. That's probably where that came from. Then. Similar to English chow, apparently. No, really? Right. Yep. You were going to say when you were when you were a lad? No, oh, it was a dobber, was there somebody, you know, you dobber, somebody that told on someone. Alright. Uh, it's also a tool used to play bingo, which is also uh, a dabber. Dobba dibba dabba, yeah. Uh, oh, it smells good. It's Does. a small electrical device that plugs into a larger electrical device. That was that an adapter? That was a dong. No. <laughs> it, it came from the device used for fencing, apparently, to record hits in fencing. It's also a float used by anglers. It's a type of wasp, the dirt dobber. It's a slang word <laughs> in Scotland for the male genitalia. <laughs> I like it, isn't it? <laughs> and in this case, it's a large marble. Marble Brewery. Marble Brewery, yep. Who knew the word Dobber had so many uh, I don't know. varying uses? So this is this is one of their largest beers, so they called it Big Marble, aka a Dobber. 
Fair enough. So let's have a go. I've been talking, so... It smells nice. nice. It does smell good. Citrusy overtones. Mm. Mm, yeah. A bit sharper than the last one. Yeah, marble up. Oh, isn't it? Oh, crikey. That citrus. tastes like lemon juice. Yeah, it's quite sharp. So, so, so citrus. Mm. Soapy in a way as well. Yeah. But I'm not sure in a good way. There's a really long aftertaste with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like grapefruit. Yeah. Right, right down the palate. Oh, yeah. Right, the real yeah. aftertaste of grapefruit there. Man, I'm not a fan of grapefruit. So that, the Marble Brewery are based in Manchester. Uh, they've got a five-barrel plant. And there are a couple of pubs that they own. They're based behind the Marble Arch pub. Yeah. And they've got a load of beers, and they're really well-received. Uh, all their beers are labelled in that very plain, but very classic style. Yeah. It's the most acidic beer I think I've ever had. Yeah. Astonishing. <clears throat> and it says that... It's bottle-conditioned beer produced to 1425 standards. So, do you have a reference to those 1425 standards? Uh, that could be vegan. Not vegan. Um, yeah, it's a vegan. Yeah. It's a vegan society approved. Maybe that's it. Is that what it means? I, I think it could be made from 1425 the year. Yeah, that would predate all kinds. Of yeah, that'd be that'd be prior to the right next group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They describe it as uh, a massive beer in all senses and a perfect IPA. Is it a perfect IPA, Stuart? My perfect IPA, I'm going to measure it against, is Goose Island. Goose Island. Good beer. Fantastic beer. I've got to say that's my favourite beer of all time. Mm -hmm. This isn't a million miles off, I have to say. I do, um, I am enjoying it. Although it, it does have that sort of great fruity bitter aftertaste which yeah. it's not quite as smooth as the as the Goose Island uh, but uh, I'm enjoying it I have to say good that's the main thing yeah it's very sharp isn't it it is I don't think it's balanced enough I think it's they've gone way too far on the acidic citrusy thing for my personal taste mm. I applied a load of hops in that yeah yeah yeah, it's not balanced. Yeah, it's not balanced out with any sweetness at all. Yeah, it's a little bit, but not a lot. You can't really taste any alcohol too. It's just pure hops. It's like hop juice. It's like a bitterness. It's like a brew dog. Lingers beer. at the top of the mouth. Yeah, it's like a bit like trashy uh, blonde. Ah, yes. Yeah, it's like very much like trashy. Blonde. Actually, more bitter version of trashy blonde. Yeah. yeah. It's almost leaning towards the how to disappear completely. Uh, hop not juice quite one. there. Not, not quite no, there. thankfully, not not quite. There. But yeah, it's getting that way. No, yeah, I'd be using that chappy, it must be pretty high. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I was uh, prompted to come up with this theme of a podcast just because, well, actually, one of, our, one of my favourite beers is renamed recently um, Williams Rooster. It's now been called Cock of the Walk. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why. Um, but it got me thinking about other strange, uh, there's our keyboard popping like it always does. It got me thinking about other strange beer names, and of course, there's this tradition that, especially in England, you have all these wacky kind of beer names. Um, I've got a selection of them I can read out later, but there are 81 beers in the Good Beer Guide that start with old, like old Stoke Wobbler, old Stumpy, old Tosser, old Codger, etc., etc. Old Peculiar. Old Peculiar. Yep. Uh, Crafty Shag, Dizzy Dick, Druid's Fluid, Hairy Helmet. These are all real beers. <laughs> Hairy Helmet. Hairy helmet. Wish, would you want to drink a beer? It's called that. Hung, drawn, and ported. I quite like that one actually. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, Jock's trap, knocker up, land of hop and glory, love muscle, mutts nuts, pheasant plucker, poacher's dick, 
Sorely tempted, slurping stoat, sweaty clog, top totty, and wafty cranker. (laughs) (laughs) Wafty cranker. There's a website you can go to called uh, Pump Clip Parade, and they have, it's basically you can shop brewers and they have these appallingly bad puns or very bad pump clips, and take a picture of it and send it in. Uh, It's run by a guy called Jeff Pickthall, and um, pumpclipparade.blogspot.com, and he's got all kinds of just bizarre bizarre beers on there um, the Toad Brewery is one of my favourite I was going to say I said before we started a lot of these are from Yorkshire and so it proves unfortunately <laughs> represent <laughs> uh, the Toad Brewery in Doncaster they, all their beers have amphibian themes they've got Tadpole Bitter which is the weakest beer they have uh, Texas Frogspawn Massacre I've got a picture of that the Da Vinci Toad that's a good name for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 10 out of 10 for that <laughs> Oh, there's uh, Dogs Bollocks from the Empire Brewery in Huddersfield. Um, the York Brewery had a seasonal beer called Nice Jugs. Uh, Northumberland Brewery, one of the uh, one of the more playful brewers. I, I don't know if you can call it the worst names, but they have beers called Bucking Fasted, Seaman Stains, Rudolph's Balls, that's the Christmas beer, On the Pole, Ship Hop Ale, and all this. It's just... Uh, my personal favourite is uh, Casablanca, which is from the Allgate's Brewery in Wigan. I'll show you, actually, I've got a picture, I'll put it on the podcast and I'll show you guys later, of the pump clip, which is Humphrey Bogart holding a pint. <laughs> <laughs> and there's all kinds of other breweries that have these kind of names. I don't know, what do you guys think about it? Do you inwardly cry with shame when you turn up in a pub and you see, like, uh, Piddle in the Wind or Little Willie? Or... I, I always worry that it's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, you, you always assume it's not going to be a top goalie beer. And then yeah, I am... The more beer I have, the more I'm tempted to at least try it. So, yeah, more often than not, I will try it, but it will be with a slight intrepidation. Would you go and ask for a pint of Piddle in the Snow? Or? I'd try to point. Point it, yeah. <laughs> have a pint of Cunning Stunt or Jimmy Riddle. Or so. It's just, why? There's just no point to name your beer like that, surely, in this day and age. I don't care. If it's <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other reason. <laughs> Does it taste all right? It tastes all right, yeah. It's- I've I've no uh, no interest in its name to be honest. As if it's I mean I'm going into a pub and I see a selection of four four pints on there that I've never tried before. I'll try it. But would you not think though that a beer like Dobber, which has quite a classic label, starts off better than a beer with a ridiculous cartoony name and a stupid pub clip? It just depends maybe. what time what what name I'm uh, what mood I'm in. Uh. Yeah. If I'm in a f- funny mood, then I'll, yeah, I'll have one of those. But if I'm not in a funny mood, then yeah. That's mm. quite a cheap label, I would say. It's maybe less the name. Than, yeah, if it's, if it's a really dodgy label. Mm. You know, these silly cartoon having health on it or something. It'll put, it'll put you right off. Oh, well, what's your one? Right, <laughs> then? <laughs> no, I've seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I quite like the label on that. I think it's just oh, it's nice, classic, nice yeah. understated. Mm. And just, you know, it's... All, it's all, just no, it's, 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 nothing. You can see how that transfer to a pump yeah. clip as well. And you, yeah. you keep the brand identity going. I'm not entirely sure why it's on the uh, the unusual name podcast as well. Either I think Dobber's not too unusual. No, it's it's an unusual name in that it's the story behind it is the Marvel Dobber and it's a big marble etc. Um, mm. And it is quite an unusual name. Their, their, their session beer, their session bitter is called Pint. Pint to pint, please. Yeah, so. Have a pint, please. That's good. I all the bottles are the same, but they're different coloured labels, I think. I've only actually ever seen that one. But uh. Anyway, uh, that's 
eight and a half minutes, so uh, let's have some scores for Marble Dobber and some summing up thereof. It's a difficult one. It difficult is tough. one to score this one. Um, why, I, why? I, I think because it's got a lot of the hop stuff that I like, but it's got the aftertaste of grapefruit, which I am not a big fan of. Yeah, it's nearly six percent, so I'd have thought it would actually taste more alcohol, but um, it doesn't seem to come through. But but given all of that, I'm going to give it a six and a half. A good IPA, but not a great IPA. I think, as much as I enjoyed that sample, I probably could only manage a pint of that. Cause it is very like trashy blonde for me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The more, the more I uh, drank the rest of it, so I only when I go and have a trashy trashy blonde in a bar somewhere, it's one two maximum, and I can't take another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that reason, I do enjoy it. It's got a good flavour to it, but it's uh, six for me. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Six. Um, if it was just a bit creamier, just to offset the bitterness, I would. It would bump up maybe even an eight. But as it stands, six is a reasonable score. Yeah, I'm gonna to have to agree. Six and a half. It's it's very grapefruity, and it's got that really, as you were saying, that long bitter grapefruit aftertaste. Um, and it is like trashy blonde, yeah, but it's not it's not quite as sweet. There's a bit of sweetness to trashy blonde, which is because of the alcohol. Although I, I don't think it's stronger. Trashy blonde is six four point two. Was it? Yeah. Um, so there's something about that that's maybe slightly lacking, but it's it's pretty good. So I'm gonna give it six and a half. Uh, and that was our second bit, Marble Dobber. We're flying through them tonight, but maybe we can polish off another beer at the end, a bonus bit. Uh, and our third bit, when you rejoin us, we're going to ramp up the alcohol even more. <laughs> we're going to go to Yorkshire. All right, I'll, Again. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, right, right side of the panel this time. Yeah. And we will see you very shortly. Do you think anybody listens to this? Hello and welcome back to the Beercast. Our third beer, Shovels, is... Uh, uh, Samuel Smith's Yorkshire Stingo. Yorkshire Stingo. Oh, no, like, you did say yeah, it right. Stingo. 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 Yes. Tadcaster. Yorkshire Stingo from Taddy. We've got two Yorkshiremen here, one adopted, one real. So, what's a Stingo? Are you adopted? I'm not adopted. Yorkshireman. I grew up in Lincolnshire. Yeah. <laughs> he's no, it's not Yorkshire. It may sound like he's from York. It's all not over really. there somewhere. <laughs> It's all in England, <laughs> etc. So you're the wrong side of the Pennines and the wrong side of the Humber. <laughs> wrong side of the Humber, oh, right mm. side of the Humber. And the wrong side of the tracks is our Stuarts. All right. <laughs> you say it right, it's wrong side of Tumber. Tumber. Yeah. Uh, Tadcaster, home of Samuel Smith's. We've had Samuel Smith's beers on before. Uh, they're home to both Samuel Smith's and their ex-family beer. Ex, sorry, ex-family brewer, John Smith's. No, John Smith was related to Samuel Smith. Yep, it was started by the same family in 1847. Ah. A Leeds butcher called Samuel Smith funded his son John in a brewery takeover of another brewery, so he called it John Smith. Uh, John Smith moved his business to a new premises and his cousin Samuel reopened the original buildings and started brewing his own brewery. And that's how they, uh, mm. they became separately. 
And John Smiths are now owned by a Scottish in Newcastle or someone else who owns them. And uh, Samuel Smiths are still independent. They have their own pubs as well, which are right. cracking. So it's Very like cheap. Two quid, two quid a pint. The pub that floods in York, the uh, King's. There's one at Cramond. Cramond Inn, yeah. yeah. In Edinburgh, yeah. One in London as well, but I remember it being two quid a pint. Aye. Yeah, in London. Yeah, Sam Smiths, so, yeah. Right, so this is right. Yorkshire Stingo, it's 8%. So what, what kind of beer is this in? It's um, flat. Aged, it's aged in oak ale casts for, for over a year. It's, it's just an ale. So it's kind of verging into innocent gun territory, isn't it? It's it smells cool. quite whisky-like. Yeah, it does. It does, actually. Uh, I wish it would be a bit warmer, it's a bit cold. Yeah, yeah sorry, it's, it's just straight out of the fridge. It's very red and very fragmenty. There's little bits floating, but I, I don't mind that particularly. It yeah. smells a bit of black currants to me. Yeah, yeah it, it tastes a little bit. Yeah, it's it's well, I haven't tasted it yet, but... Yeah. Oh, it's First thing I smelt when I smelt it. I don't know if it's because it's cold, but Ooh, it, didn't, yeah. it didn't hit me as, uh, as hard as I thought it might on the first sip. Oh, it's going to get prunier if that warms up. Oh, yeah, that's really yeah, that's some pruny business going on. Like a bit of prunes. Do we know what Yorkshire Stingo is? No. Oh, is it something to do with the square things that it's fermented in? No. The, yeah, oh. that's right. They do ferment their beers in traditional Yorkshire squares. Uh, no, Yorkshire Stingo comes from the fashionable... Sorry, I should do this in the accent, shouldn't I? Yorkshire Stingo comes from the fashionable slang word of the 18th century for strong beer, originating in the north of England. That's a bit, a bit of precedent. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we're we're right. <laughs> North of England. Uh, it was first mentioned in literature before 1700. Uh, it's derived from sting, apparently. Old beer, sharp liquor. Sting. So it means a strong a sting beer. to it. Yep. Ah. Uh, and you're right, yeah, it's aged for at least a year in well-used oak casks, underground cellars at the brewery. Christmas pudding, treacle and oaky flavours, it says. Yeah, fruit, raisin, treacle, toffee, Christmas pudding and slightly oaky flavours. There's a bit of oak. I don't know about Christmas pudding. You probably get that when it warms. It's probably a bit cold for that at the moment. So it just tastes of kind of prunes. Yeah, I'm getting mainly a cane sugar in there as well, apparently. Yeah, it sweet. tastes quite sweet. It does taste very sweet, mm. I'd say. Mm. For something that's quite high in, in alcohol, alcohol anyway. Yeah, yeah. It, tastes, it still tastes very sweet. <clears throat> would it, yeah, would it need that extra sugar? Don't know. Mm. Seeing as we're, uh, I'm a man sorry. with a sweet tooth anyway, so I'm quite enjoying that. It's quite syrupy, reason, it is reasony yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I like the bottle cover as well. The bottle cover, the label <laughs> even. It's good, uh, you know, 1930s, 1940s kind of style. Samuel Smiths have recently been in the news and they've been painted as a, quite a bad boy because they threatened to sue the Cropton Brewery for using a white rose on one of their labels. Yeah. Uh, they believe that the white rose is their trademark because it's their symbol, but. Cropton argued that it's a white rose and you can't trademark a symbol because it's the county symbol. Um, uh, any outcome to that court I, case? I don't know. I, I can't remember, I'm afraid, sorry. Uh, I don't know who backed down. Mm. Uh, surely. Common sense prevail. Yeah. Does anybody know, because we're talking about names, this is, all, this is our name podcast, uh, anybody know what the difference is between ale and beer? Mm-hmm. I love it when I put them on the spot and I get that look that Stu gave of oh shit <laughs> I, 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 yeah I'm just here to drink beer mate I don't know I don't know does is beer I always thought beer is a catch-all term for ale lager all that stuff but nope. ale is ale nope. obviously anything not to do with right. temperature nope anything to do with the day of the week <laughs> is it something to do with tax it's maybe what's in it or rather what isn't in it? Malt. No. Oh. Yes. 
What's it? Barley. An ale doesn't have what? hops in it. Is the correct answer. Right. Ale's got no hop. Yep. The word ale derives from the Old English ulu, which means uh, bitter. But initially it meant a drink brewed with herbs to distinguish it from beer, which included hop. Interesting. But eventually, and now, they're used interchangeably. But originally, ale was a hop-free drink. Interesting. And the English word beer stems from the Old English beer, which means cider or fermented fruit, which came from the Germanic Latin bibere, to drink. I'm sure I'm pronouncing this exactly correctly. <laughs> bibere, bibere, to drink. Interestingly, this was uh, widely adopted as the term for alcoholic beverage that everyone enjoys. Even though there was already a Latin word for ale at the time, they didn't use it. What was the net? What was that? Cervizia. Which like, is like the cheap way to get cerveza. Yeah, yeah. Spanish. Yeah, I see. One theory why they started to use the term for drink instead of ale to describe beer was because Irish clerics used the term Bieber instead of cervizia and they travelled all around the place, I'm sure, drinking while well, they did. Yeah. <laughs> and ended up in the German, Germanic populations and that's how that word got started instead of Cervizio, which stayed in, in the right. Latin countries. That is fascinating. Yeah. That's actually something interesting mm. on this podcast. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm learning a hell of a lot. Yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the old English, B-E-O-R, beer, beer, which means cider or fermented fruit. comes from Bieber or Bieberi. There you go. Thanks. I might be learning a lot, but after... Uh, a couple of packs of these, I've forgotten We've just had like a, a quarter of a bottle. Um, yep. Could you drink a whole one? Uh, I see half, a half. It's definitely a sharing one. It's quite nice. It's quite a downing mm. one, though, for such a strong beer. Ah, it goes oh, down. I don't know. I'd, I'd, still, I'd still sip it. Is there, no, is, is there plenty left in there? Or? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've probably ended it too soon. I was going to say, let's top up. Bring it on. That's all right. And I'm not normally a big fan of the raisin, but mm. in beer, but I'd usually be like dead against this kind of beer, but I, I think it works. It's because there's there's a, a, a quite a bit of sweetness and alcohol in there too. I mean, the, the famous or infamous Cane's raisin beer, yeah. which did just taste the raisins. Um, because it's a session strength, but this is stronger. It's got a bit more about it, and as it warms, it's getting more interesting. So I'm gonna belt. Excuse me. <laughs> How rude! But it's it's five quid a bottle. That's the other thing, yeah. So for a 500 ml bottle, it's five English pounds. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Even for a nine percent beer, it's a lot. I have to export it. Nobody buys it in Yorkshire. So it's a penny, penny <laughs> too, a too tight. penny a milliliter. It's a penny a what? what? Penny a milliliter. Doesn't seem that much when you say it like that. No. We're not quite on uh, Brewdog uh, limited edition territory here. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's less than 400 quid. Actually, I think they were selling a couple of Brewdog's really? pricier ones in, in the bottle. The Bismarck or? Yeah, the two, the two ones, the Bismarck and um, that particular nuclear penguin. Mm. They both were selling there. Mm. Yeah, they, they, when they first came out and they had it quite exclusive, they, they'd sold that really quickly, but they're brewing them a lot more now. Yeah. So. Yeah, Bismarck seems to be making a mark. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Samuel Smiths are one of the few brewers in the world to still deliver their products using Shire horses. What? Even to it? All of it. No, only within seven miles of the brewery. Oh, really? do they yeah. do it, unfortunately. <laughs> but, hmm. You don't get the Shire horses pounding up the A1. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
sending too many out. But. Uh, yeah, Stingo is actually fermented in the Yorkshire Square, um, but it's it's also then aged for a year in oak casks. Are you a fan of oak aged beers, Stu, or is this a, an unknown quantity? To well, it's an unknown quantity, is, and I do find it rather pleasant. I don't taste the oak too much, you know. Yeah, I think. Say. But uh, you kind of smell it though when you first smell. That first smell is quite whiskey. Yeah. 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 The no, problem is the touch of sherry in there as well. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it, it balances it better than some old beers. I think <clears throat> have you got far too much of a whiskey hit or a kind of spirity hit. This uh, tones it down a bit. I think it adds ser- something, but it's not. It's not too much. Yeah. It lets the beer, the reasoniness, <laughs> speak for itself. I've yeah. got some funky business at the bottom of the glass. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Maybe a bit of sediment. Yeah. That's okay. I don't think it's a bad, bad thing. We ready to uh, have some scores? Yeah. Because when we come back, we've got uh, quite a strong beer to finish with. Plus, I've taken the liberty of researching the meaning of all of your names. <laughs> Full name and surname. Oh, God. Lovely now. Really? I, I, might, I might know what one of my names already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, I'm sure you may know. Possibly. Uh, Does it mean type sheriff? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll move on to that later. But before we do, should we have some uh, scores for Samuel Smith's Yorkshire Stinger? Yorkshire Stinger. I'm pleasantly surprised. I was expecting it to be pretty bad. Um, and I'm not, as I said, I'm not a big fan of the old raisiny nose, but this isn't too bad. Quite well balanced, quite sweet and alcoholy. Hmm, I'm going to give it a seven. Bearing in mind, it is eight percent and five pounds a bottle. Well, that was going to be my question when it came around to me: is can I take price into consideration as part of my purely taste? Theoretically, yeah. no, because uh, yeah. you're not supposed to know. Okay. All right. Uh, for but me, you're going to anyway. <laughs> no, no, no I, I'm actually, actually I wasn't because I, I I think this is a really nice bit. I'm really enjoying it for something that's nine percent. I would. Especially in the UK, stay stay clear of. Um, if I was out in Belgium or somewhere like that, I'd, I'd try what was what was going on. But uh, for me, I, I really do like this. It's really tasty. I could probably drink a bottle of this very slowly of an evening. Yes, yeah. 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 so it's, it's nice a nice warm fire. Yep. Oh yeah, lap yes. dogs. No, probably not lap dogs. No, no, no. <laughs> I hate lap dogs. No, not lap dogs. Like a husky. No, a cat. Let rewind the cat. <laughs> right. I'll, have, I'll have neither of those. Oh, right, right. To both. <laughs> so I'll have the open fire. Hamster. Very much. Yeah, like yeah. Python. Uh, <laughs> too slippery. <laughs> Struck the python. There's a bit aim for you. Oh, I bet somebody's got one. Yeah, but yeah, I do really like this. I, I love this the sweet smell and smell off it, and I do like this or raisiny taste to it. For me, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Very good. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's a really good. This is a really good Christmas beer, actually. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though it's not called a Christmas beer, but I bet it's a lot better than a lot of Christmas beers we're going to be having in the next beer cast. Um, so seven for me. I'd expected to think it was rubbish, but I don't. I mean, it doesn't say a Christmas beer, but it says it's got Christmas pudding flavours. Yeah. In it. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it does have Christmas pudding. I guess that's the fruit, the kind of warm fruit. And yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm and the sherry. Yeah, it's, I like that. It's, I'm going to give that seven and a half as well because it's, it's for a uh, 9% beer. 
st- uh, syrupy, strong beer. It's, it's surprisingly drinkable. Yeah. I don't know whether that means it's bad because it's not as oomph as those kind of beers usually are, or whether it's good because it means you can drink more of it. But. Yeah, but a, be- a beer like that, should it be, it should, maybe should be a bit more warming the cockles yeah. rather than kind of really pushing your limits. <laughs> maybe we'll find that out when we try and stand up and walk. How about our fryer? from the legs up that all the I'd also like to drink that at room temperature because I think that'd be that'd be very different. I think things. it'd get a lot more complex when it get, gets warmer. Is yours not warmed up? Oh yeah, it has yeah. I know, but just start off and see how it goes. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna give that seven and a half. Uh, and that is our third bit, Samuel Smith's Yorkshire Stinger. <laughs> when you come back, we're gonna have our fourth and final bit, which is even stronger than that. Plus the meaning of these people's names and not in a scary way, which I kind of came off in a kind of creepy. <laughs> I've been stalking. I know your name. I know all about your name, Stuart. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, we'll see yeah, you shortly. Mind. It's just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, the, the listeners might not think so, but. <laughs> Rattly Rattle, hello and welcome back. This is our fourth beer yeah. in our What's Name Mystery Podcast. And it is... It is a Criminally Bad Elf. Criminally Bad Elf from the Ridgeway Brewery. That's it, Ridgeway. Let's try to look for it. Who contract brew at Hepworth in Horsham in West Sussex. Ah, oh, Horsham in Horsham. They also Horsham. contract brew for somebody else, I believe. Mm. One of your favourite beers. Hepworths? Yeah. Uh... They may do. They do a lot of contract brewing. Or, orangey, orangey beer from Wellington's. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Coniston. There we go. Hi. Yeah. We've had uh, a bad elf before. In fact, we had. Have we? Yes. No, is that, I, I recognise the name. Yeah. We had we had bad elf, the original bad elf, on our Christmas podcast last year. Did we give it a bad score? Gruben, not a Christmas beer, but it's the kind of beer I like. Seven. In that case, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love reading out these things when... Uh, <laughs> it's always seven. The look of horror on their faces. Is, oh, my God. Uh, Richard, hoppy at, hoppy at the start, then the taste vanishes. The smallest non-existent... <laughs> it looks like apple juice. There's no head whatsoever. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've got a, a tiny bit of my, head. This head's just absolutely disappeared. It's decreasing rapidly. That's a lot. For 10.5, that's a lot. Mr. B, a smoky IPA, smokier than an American pale ale. Eight. That was bad elf, but the... A lot of their beers, well, they're all elf-themed, and they go up in strength from bad elf to very bad elf to seriously bad elf to criminally bad elf, which is this one, and the big one, insanely bad elf. Which I have at home. I bought three of them, the three highest. Mm. And I brought this one along because it sounded the most interesting. Do you for the Christmas? You seem saddened by this. <laughs> no, I'm just... I'm, it's you, the you have a doleful expression on your face. Well, <laughs> I, well, I bought three, and I hope it doesn't <coughs> I smell as bad as this. What's the insanely bad elf? Percentage. It's 11.5 or something instead of 10.5. So this is a barley wine. But it smells... Not it smells of bad prunes. <coughs> I've got some stuff in my throat as well. I didn't even taste the beer yet. <coughs> Excuse me. Whoa. That's the barley wine kick that you get. Like skull splitter. Oh, jeez. Uh, barley wines started off in the 18th and 19th century in England. And they were brewed by large country houses because England was at war with France at the time. You're right, Stuart. 
Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're like a tortoise sticking its head out of the shell. <laughs> it tastes no. a really strong apple juice with something else put in. Mm. It doesn't taste as strong as I expected, though. No, it tastes of sweet. With barley wines, you get all kinds of flavours. You get toffee, you get apple, you get fruit, you get malt, you get whiskey. It's just like all kinds of stuff. It's kind viscous of as well. Yeah. yeah. It's got legs. If you spill it around the glass, I'm sure it's got... It's very thick and syrupy. Mm, no, mm, yeah, no. Could be, could be more. The reason why they called the reason why they called barley wines is because when England was at war with France in the nineteenth century, it was unpatriotic to drink claret because it was French. So they wanted a table drink that they could drink in their country houses that was strong. So they brewed strong beer at nine, ten, eleven percent. That's what's called barley wine. Mm. Is that like another Chukir? fact? The man's wow. fantastic. Right? <laughs> like Chukir House Brewery still do that. For, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot. I mean, um, Fuller's, their Fuller's Vintage Ale is one of the most famous barley wines. Um, <coughs> although I've yet to have it. Got quite a hollow taste. Yeah. It's like, it gives you that initial sweetness and you're expecting that pruny kick and then it just kind of disappears. It's got a massive, rather unpleasant aftertaste. Yeah, yeah it's very medicinal, it's very sweet. It's kind of like there's a touch of cough syrup in there. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's a bit of kind of bitterness in the, in the aftertaste, mm. but then the sweetness comes on. Uh, I hate to use the word, but um, where's it? Tingling the mouth. Child. In all the wrong places. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's not that bad, actually. It's, it's quite... It's all over. It's kind of middle top, middle of the tongue. Hmm. I'd second that. <laughs> and I was like, imagine putting a big, sweet golf stop, golf stopper, a golf stopper, stop. <laughs> a golf stopper. <laughs> I stop your golf um, in your mouth and, yeah. uh, and just letting it sit there. Mm-hmm. Your mouth would tend to get sweet where it's touching. It just feels like that. Like the taste is top, top and bottom. Mm. You're nodding at me as if I'm talking shite. It's it's a tough analogy to get, but I'll, I'll, I'm running running with it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, our lad. Thanks, at least somebody does. Uh, Yorkshire Mafia, eh? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Yorkshire. <laughs> you sound like you're from Yorkshire. Come on. Just to, the, to the side of Pennines. I bet you know you're from Africa, it's all the front. You're from, you're from Leeds, aren't you? He's tried to hide it all these years. Oh, I'm from Africa and I've grown up in Lincolnshire. No. Anyway, you said this was your first barley wine. Is it leaving a good or bad impression no, on you? No, I'm not a big fan, I've got to say. I, I, I like your analogy. It tastes like cough syrup. It's like there's... It's very honey, lemony. Yep. Mm, yeah, I, 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 yeah. You know, I've always, uh, which is quite surprising because Groove and you're coughing. <laughs> quite yeah, so like, nothing more. to do with the beer, actually, but yeah, yeah, it's not helping, sadly. Yeah. I think it, I mean, you're right. If you did have a sore throat, this would definitely help you out, I think. Yeah, it has de- yeah I think you're right about the honey lemon thing. Should we just score it and go? I've got the start watch. <laughs> Don't uh, yes, we, no, get on to our own names. Names, yes. Uh, so, I, I, because this is the, the whole theme of this podcast is about names, names of beer, names of brewers, etc., etc., I thought I should look at the meaning of our names. So, I've got the meaning of our four names and our surnames. Okay. I managed to find them all on uh, names.com. Sorry, that's meaningofnames.com, meaningofnames.com, or surnamedb.com. Grant. Means tall or great. Yeah, right. From the French Grand. No, quite accurate, though. Stuart means steward, keeper of the estate. From the Old English, stig meaning house and weird meaning guard. Richard means powerful, strong ruler. I knew that already, actually, because I went to Dobby's on the weekend and saw those key rings where it has your name or whatever. (laughs) 
uh, from the German Rick meaning power. Right? And Paul means small or little. From Hebrew, isn't it? Uh, well, I have the Roman family name Paulus, which is from humble in Latin, which probably has the same Hebrew roots. Mm. Not that interesting, but surnames are quite fun. Taylor, my surname is Taylor, so obviously that's people who make garments from the Latin tailari, which means to cut. Marshall, which is Shovel's surname. Are you should yeah. be revealing our surnames. Is that why we're going to start now? <laughs> by t- the two listeners that we have. If you follow us on Facebook, you now know who the, the nicknames relate to. Uh, Marshall. One who cares for horses. Mm-hmm. I knew that already. Especially one who treats horse diseases. Derives from the German <laughs> Mara, meaning horse, and Skalk, meaning servant. <laughs> Anthony is the English form of the Roman name Antonius, which is of unknown Etruscan origin, so nobody knows. Uh, it's, it's, it's mysterious. It's always mysterious. Yeah, I go way back. It's, it's common, commonly but mistakenly associated with the Greek Anthos, meaning flower. Didn't know that. Uh, apparently, in the 17th century, Antony was Antonius or Antony, but once people associate it with the Greek for flower, they put an H in it and it became Anthony. Ah, that's, there's, that's why there's an H in Anthony. This is fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. No, I actually did, did not. Caven. Yeah, Caven you know means? I don't fully know, no. I've got suspicions. It's the short form of Kavanaugh, which derives from the pre 10th century Gaelic name Kalmanhak. Which means one who was born very fine and handsome. <laughs> hey. Well, 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 well. So what happened? <laughs> no idea. Absolutely no idea. Because Kevin's quite an unusual surname. Uh, so, uh, so you're a fine, handsome keeper of the estate. Well, a catch. Not 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 small. I'm going to tell her that. You could be. You could do podcast. This time, be cast. You could be a small horse doctor. Where's the small horse doctor? I fear for that small horse if you have to get, a, if you have to get the gloves on. It's right, just, so we're coming okay. through. <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that was just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun. Uh, <laughs> should, we have, should we have some uh, scores for criminally bad elf from the Ridgeway Brewery, care of Hepworths? Could I go far as to say it's not quite criminally bad, but it's bad enough, so three and a half. Wow, that's a good quote, like that. Three and a half, really? Not a fan then? No. I was going to say four, but I, I reduced it. Why? Because it's, it's just too much? It's just... Mm, yeah, too much. I've got to say, that I think that's about my fourth or fifth sip, and it's starting to taste a lot like strong brew at the moment it's just mm. it's not nice really not enjoying it two for me two ouch uh, flower boy <laughs> <laughs> you said it didn't <laughs> no anyway, it's uh, quite, just commonly mistaken yeah commonly mistaken flower boy um, no it's got a really unpleasant aftertaste I, I don't like the way it's just got no head I'm yeah just, it's, it's Three, I think it's just not not sitting right with me at all. Yeah, that's a good way to sum it up. It doesn't sit right, and it doesn't sit right with me. And I'm going to give it a four, and that's being generous. I don't know if that's because it's a typical barley wine, and we just don't like them, or because this is a bad example. I don't know. We had Skull Splitter, didn't we? Skull Splitter, I liked more than it, a lot more than it. We bought half between us to try it. I, remember that. I wasn't a big fan of that either, but no. at least that had. This is just a bit wishy washy. Like yeah. Lots, lots of, lots of bad flavours. 
this skull splitter had one bad flavour. <laughs> it had conviction it in its yeah. bad flavour. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm not a fan of this, this style. I should have read the label before I bought it. Well, it's always good to have a beer that people don't like because it, it generates... Pushed away, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to finish mine. Well, we have a dilemma here because we're, we can have a final beer. We can have a non-funny name beer. Well, actually, no, it does have a funny name. Uh, or we can quit and go home. We're going to have the beer. We're going to drink the beer anyway, basically. So we can either drink it on air and score it, or we can drink score it off it, air and score, score it. Score it. Score okay, score so we'll have, a, we'll have a bonus beer when we come back. Uh, and beer five, so we'll see you soon. Do you think anybody listens to this? Well, hello and welcome back. This is our little bonus section. We were going to just have four beers tonight, but uh, I managed to come up with a new beer from the Colonel Brewery in London, so we're going to try that. Uh, for Stuart's benefit and for people who might not know, uh, we had a Colonel Brewery special uh, two podcasts ago when I went down to uh, London and I met up with Evan, who brews Colonel Beers, just him, on his own. Uh, and I got four of their beers and they all scored really well. And one of the beers that we got from him was his Strong IPA, which is called CSC because of the hops that are in it. And we've, I managed to get some for the Beer of the Year show because it was so well thought. But he told me that he had replaced that with a new beer called Scans IPA. That is a good smell, isn't it? It is a lovely smell. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Not this criminally bad elf nonsense. <laughs> no. yeah, we're, I, I, we're so biased to IPAs it's, it's probably unfair in every other beer that's out there but I only got my nose halfway towards the glass and it smelled like it was beautiful yeah so does anybody know what scans might stand for um, Simcoe uh, oh Christ I can't remember now uh, he, I no think so idea. yes uh, Centennial potentially and Not Amarillo, it's something no. else. It's like, um, um, it's a short word, probably about five letters. Got no idea what it is. I can't remember what it is, though. Be. Apollo. Apollo. Um, NS. And Nelson Sogan. Nelson Sogan, yep. Well done. Yeah. The, the, the variety of hops. The variety of hops. Ah. You'd always think he brewed beer himself. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, Evan tends to just brew an IPA and he calls it whatever the hops he puts in. So it's like a CSC for Centennial, Zimco, Cascade, or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. And this is his Scans IPA, and this is, it's very new. I've never had it before either, so uh, it's got a fantastic, fantastic smell, which you would expect from a, a big hitting IPA. Oh, that again, rather headless, again. It smells like the Dobber beer, actually. It's got it the, does. It tastes quite similar to the Dobber beer as well. The, the, the aftertaste isn't as citrusy as in the grapefruit. No. It's not quite as um, fizzy as well on the tongue. I thought the Dobber was quite yeah. fizzy. Yeah, um, this one's a lot flatter. Similar though, nice. similar. But there's a there's a bit more kind of malty sweetness that the dobber didn't have. It comes through kind of through the yeah on your tongue. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is his update of the pale ale we had on the Colonel Beer Cast. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to say, I yeah, okay, I, strong I, IPA. I preferred the other one. I think I did actually. Yeah. I think I preferred the other one as well. The CSC. Yeah. yeah, I think he's maybe gone slightly too far in this one. From my personal Too far, really, yeah. My personal taste. Mm. Not on the smell from that, it's amazing smelling. Because it's too too bitter or too hoppy? It's slightly or? too bitter for me, maybe. Yeah, it's Not uh, quite as balanced as I would personally like. No, I'd agree. I'd say it was, it was quite bitter um, as an aftertaste. The smell is beautiful. I've 
one of yeah. the best smelling beers I've ever smelled. Yeah, but, I'd put that in my um, house, that smell. Yeah. <laughs> What's the yeah. smell? Eau de beer. Yeah, air fresh. Good glade plug-in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Evan's a fan of the big hitting beers, so he makes a lot of strong IPAs and a lot of strong London porters and imperial stouts and export stouts and stuff like that. Um, and he's such a small setup that he brews basically what he feels like and puts it out and all the beers have that very distinctive hand labelled label I like that as well <laughs> it's just nice simple plain which he stamps with it yeah he literally stamps it with his own his own hand each yeah. one of these yeah. yeah this bit here like... he's a very nice man too what do you think uh, it's I mean, we we had CSC two months ago now, um, so I'm struggling to re- remember what it was like. What this is strong as this. No, this is more bitter. Um, I think it's the same percentage, isn't it? it wasn't actually I've got some in the cupboard down there. You can it's have more a look. Or less, at. Yeah. Um, it's it it's a bit more bitter uh, and a bit umphier, um, which I can see why he's he. he Said that he, he thinks it's better, uh, or he thought it was better. Um, and it's more, it's more, yeah, it's got more punch to it, and that comes down to whether you prefer that or you don't. And that's, and I prefer it. Right. Yeah, I think so. Actually, thinking back to that podcast, I preferred the pale ale, which was um, less alcohol, a bit more, a um, bit more balanced. Yeah. Uh, at the time, I thought the IP was a little bit too bitter, and it's even more bitter now. So. Yeah, that's right. Personally, like, it's maybe not quite. His IPAs are the big hitting ones. If you like Goose Island, you should try his Pale Ale. That's really good. And he, oh, again, he brings right. one with a hop. He's got Centennial and he's just finished a Nelson Sovin. And it's, mm. They're all different. Um, but they're really good as well. Interesting to do. It's mm. a Nelson Sovin one. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is good. I don't think it's as, as good. I think it's maybe slightly bit bitter. Sorry, slightly better. <laughs> because it's bitter. <laughs> Slip. Slip of the tongue. Uh, it's a 10 on the smell, though. I think it's wonderful, isn't it? Just wonderful aroma. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. Smell. If you're uh, <laughs> if you were of an evening in your steward tower, how many of these would you knock back? <laughs> what seven point seven percent? This would be just a, a nice one to get out of the fridge. But just a, a nice cheeky little one in front of the fire again. <coughs> I think it's a nice in front of the fire. And then you drink the beer. Come on. I'm here on that. Um. Yeah, it'd just be a, you know, just a, just a nice one. Yep. That was it. Um, it is very bitter in an aftertaste. Do you find it's getting worse as you're drinking it? Is it getting more oppressive? Not worse, but I mean, it's getting... No, it's, it's it magnifies. not. It's, no, it's, for, for me, it's just quite constant. It kills the buzz yeah. straight away. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, yeah, it's a shame, because it, it does taste a, a wee bit of uh, Goose Island, as, mm-hmm. as we mentioned earlier. Um, but it just goes that just slightly over the edge of bitterness yeah. Yeah. so grapefruit again kind of almost too grapefruity yeah, yeah tad yeah it's obviously more strong than sorry stronger than goose Island. it's more so stronger it's more strongerest yeah. <laughs> what should we score Colonel IPA scans mm. or is it just a, a, a personal drinking pleasure opening I don't know um, it's a good question on the score front, um, I always think I'll give that. I'll give that a seven. I'm 
scoring and sort of yeah. Just Karen? I would say it's nice. In my opinion. In my opinion. I like it. It's I nice. like it. It's nice. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a six and a half. Okay. Good. I'd say yeah, six. For me. Incidentally, I was thinking as well, we, we all say it would be nice to have in front of the fire. Whereas none of us has a fire. Uh, oh, or, uh, yeah, but do you it's like, a gas thing. You, can't, you don't light it though. It's like very occasionally fire. Fire. The only time I'm at an open fire is if I'm at my mother's house, which is like proper open fire. Open fire. Yeah. yeah. If only I could drink these beers in front of the fire. When I go to my parents, I'm going to take a load of sipping by the fire beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a special thing. Mm. I'm going to give a seven and a half. Um, I actually think I gave CSC a higher score. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with my seven and a half because it's, it's a very good beer. But I don't know, I did say before I preferred this, but I don't know, I might be slightly changing my mind now. Yeah. Uh, but it's still very good. And I, all, the, all these beers that I've had are amazing and they're all big hitters. And it's, it's great to see a brewer that just doesn't brew 3%, 4% mild stuff. But he, he brewed a mild and it was six percent. So six percent. It does have an unusual name, Colonel India Pale L Scans, S C A N S with the, the, the dots. Okay, thank you very much to our assembled panel. Thank you to Shuttles, thank you to Groom, and special thanks to Stu and thank you for dressing up. He's got a suit on. So <laughs> it's always nice to see. Straight from work, just all in black. <laughs> yeah, it's black suit. Uh, and in the meantime you can for our next podcast, you can come to our website, which is thebeercast.com. You can send us emails, thebeercast at gmail.com. Oh, it's a Gmail now, not Google Mail. Yeah, no, I, mean, I shortened it. I took out the Gmail. You can change your Gmail. Oh, yeah. interesting. Anyone who's got a Google Mail, anyone who's got Google Mail can change the Gmail. Excellent. So I did. Good. Uh, and also you can follow us on Twitter, at thebeercast. Uh, our next podcast will be our Christmas special. Yay. So look out for that. We've got lots of beers, lots of fun, and mince pies all around. Excellent. Forward to the mince pies. And we'll see you again very soon. Stuart, we'll see you next year at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but only once. But you can come on in January and then you won't have to come on again until 2012. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We can break a record and try and do it twice next year. That's, that's the target. And uh, thank you very much to uh, Shulls for explaining the beers and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey. Cheerio. Uh, I, I, in my excitement at thanking Stuart for wearing a suit, I omitted to mention who won the podcast and what beer came top. Was it Yorkshire Stinger? It was Yorkshire Stinger. Hey! As my Mac takes off underneath, you'll excuse the uh, the noise. But yeah, it got uh, 73%. Not a bad score. Was that a beer of the year? No. 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 Not by a long chalk. Not by a long chalk. No. Long chalk. After that came the uh, Scans IPA from the Colonel Brewery, which got 68%, which is a pretty, pretty good score. Then Dobber on 63, and then a distant, distant, fourth and fifth was the Old Slap and Tickle on 35, and Criminally Bad Elf on 31%. Anyway, I might edit this into what you just heard, or I might have it after as a separate track, who knows? Good. Goodbye again. And again, you can come to our website, Twitter is... And now stalkers, you have our full names, you bastards. To be honest, if you're still listening, that's punishment enough, I think. So. <laughs>